Good afternoon, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Football Dads. Hello, everybody. It's me. I'm back. It's me, Liam. I'm really excited to be here. I've been away because I am rehearsing and now performing a play at the Theater for the New City. If you're interested, please hit one of us up and we will tell you about it. But you are here for the podcast, and I am finally back. Thanks to my fellow fathers for taking care of the podcast. I know you guys had some good discussions, mm-hmm. but um, I have returned, and I'm very, very happy to be back. Um, so yeah, I hope everybody's been good. We're going to have Mateo start us off, please. I missed the sound of your voice talking about soccer, Mateo. Please. Let me know what's happened. And I'm going to be fully honest. I have been slacking on my soccer, guys. I've been focusing on my play. I've been doing a lot of work. So please, I'm ready and I'm intrigued. And I, I'm excited. I'm excited for this podcast. Well, first off, it's football. It's not soccer, you American oh little sleep. You're so right. I'm sorry. Um, so this past week in the Bundesliga was a decent one. Uh, we had Freeburg beat Wolfsburg 3-2, thanks to a banger to my center back, uh, Schlotterbeck, in the 87th minute to give Freiburg the win. Um, Hoffenheim tied Bayern Munich 1-1. Lee Wan scored again, though, as he continues scoring and scoring and scoring. Bayern Munich is so annoying for drawing that game, but whatever. Uh, it's okay, you have... Uh, Syria. Your your Syria team is now better anyway, so. True, 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 true. Um, Union Berlin and Stuttgart tied 1-1. Iwanoe scored a pen in the 41st and a 90th minute goal for Stuttgart to tie the game at 1-1. Mondengladbach took care of Hertha BSC pretty easily, um, 2-0. Turan got man of the match. I don't know how he didn't really do anything, but clearly he did if he got man of the match. He didn't score or assist, so interesting. Um, on Sunday, Köln beat Leverkusen 1-0. Um, Florian Wirtz came off in the 28th minute, and it's been confirmed that he has a torn ACL, so he'll be out for the next few months. Um, sad days. Um, his career is now over, thanks to Abdul and his uh, great analysis. Um, Dortmund won 1-0 against Armenia Belfield. Um, 1-0, thanks to a goal by Marius Wolf in the 21st. He actually came off injured in the 70th, but uh, we'll look past that. Holland came back again um, in the 63rd. So did Reyna. So good good starts for Dortmund as they... Uh, are they even... They're in the Europa League, right? Wait, are they? Yeah, they're Ooh. Dortmund. They're in the Europa. Yeah, they are. Oh, Dortmund no, got. They got knocked out. Never I mind. thought they got knocked yeah, out by did. Rangers. Yeah, they, they got knocked out. Rangers. Thankfully, they they they've come back to play in the league, and that's it. Um, Frankfurt <laughs> beat Bochum two to one. Um, pretty easy game for Frankfurt. They actually came back from behind. They conceded an early goal, and then right at halftime, they scored in the 46th, right at the uh, beginning of um, the second half, and then six minutes later, they scored again. Um, And then the big game of the week, Leipzig 
giving Guther Fruth a pounding. Uh, Guther what was Fruth, the score? Guther Fruth went up for, uh, in the fourth minute, 1-0. And it proceeded very far downhill to the point where they let six in. So it was 6-1. Oh, my God. It was 6-1. to one. Uh, The king himself, the player of the month in Kunku, got man of the match. Go. He got Could we goal. see it in form? He got a goal and two assists. Uh, his player of the month is coming out this week, so I doubt it. Oh, my God, bro. It doesn't matter. You have your better team anyway now. True, 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 true. Those were all the games for this week. Um, we got some one midweek game, I think, to catch up for Dortmund, uh, since they have a game in hand from COVID. Against Mines this Wednesday, or tomorrow technically. Um, and then continues on with normal stuff. Uh, Leverkusen plays a big game against Wolfsburg next week. And Leipzig plays a big game against Frankfurt next week. New and Berlin play Bayern Munich, so that could be interesting as well, possibly. So we'll see how those go. Um, Lee Wan is the top goal scorer. Goes, no surprise there. He has uh, 29 goals. Um, Patrick Schick has 20. Holland has 16, Modest with 15, and Kunku now with 15, Diaby with 12. Um, and then with assists, the king himself, Thomas Muller, still with 16, Florian Wurz with 10, and Kunku with 9, so 15 and 9 in the Bundesliga, very nice. Kostik with 8, Rom with 8, and then a lot of people with 7, including Sané, Royce, Diaby, Kimmich. Um, and then for the good old... Uh, clean sheets, Mark Flecken from good old Freiburg with eight. And then Zentner from Mines with eight. And Castiles from Wolfsburg with eight. It's very funny that like Neuer's not up there, but he was injured for a little. So I guess that's why. But he has seven, along with Bowman and Gikowitz. Um I, found, I think it was this week that he got another red card, Mr. Lacroix. He picked up his uh, his third red card. Uh, it was two weeks ago, sorry. He picked up his third red card two weeks ago. Um, great, typical, good old Lacroix fashion. Um, and leads the league with three now. Uh, yeah, good for him. Leading this Beautiful. Out somewhere. Yeah, otherwise it, that pretty much wraps it up for the, uh, for the Bundesliga. Whoever would like to go next... Very nice, very nice. I've been that's I've been away. learning uh, from the great <clears throat> from the great uh, uh, Ramos, huh? Exactly. Yeah, he, he he was watching his tapes on how to get red cards and just was like, "That's how yeah, I do bro. it." Uh, Don't you mean Pepe? Oh, yes. He, he was there for both of them. them. That's that's what he was doing for both of them. Yes, of course. Right, if you guys don't mind, goats. I'll go with the greatest league of all time, La Liga. Okay, okay. That has the greatest team of all time. The <laughs> oh, God. Um, Don't make me laugh too loud. It's looking good. It's looking good. The table's looking spicy. Um, we have Real Madrid in first with 66 points. Sevilla with 56. So we're up by 10. And I love it. Oh, wow. Uh, Barcelona with 51. And third, they really did it. They really hustled and got their thing. And they got their... their uh, their lives together, and now they're in top three. Um, but Atletico Madrid 
Hate that team with a passion. With 51 points. Real Betis in fifth with 49. Real Sociedad with 47. Villarreal in seventh with 45. Athletic Club with 40 in eighth. Valencia in ninth with 37. And Celta Vigo with 35 in tenth. The rest are all doo Um... We had a decent week, actually. It was fun. On Saturday, we had Levante Espanol 1-1. Granada, uh, Granada and Elche. Elche actually made that win. Um, they beat Granada 1-0. Villarreal beating Celta Vigo 1-0. Getafe and Valencia ended at 0-0. And then Sunday, where I watched the Sevilla versus Rio Lanciano. It was 1-1. It was a great match. It was tough. Um, Delaney scored in the uh, 63rd minute, and there was another... They had a few VAR calls. I think it was two or three for Valencia, and it did not work out for them. Uh, Real Betis with 1-0 against Athletic Club. Betis is hanging on to the top five. Um, Real Sociedad beating Alaves 1-0. I don't know what happened with Real Sociedad. They were good, like, in the beginning of the season. They had, you know, they were in the top five. They beat teams left and right, and now they're down to six. And possibly if, if Villarreal gets their shit together, they could uh, take sixth place and Real Sociedad could drop. Um, And then we had Barcelona smoking Asasuna 4 to nil. That was kind of surprising because every time Real Madrid or Atletico Madrid plays Asasuna, it's always, always tough because Asasuna loves to have 11 players in their box all game. <laughs> not even try to counter you. Know, not even try to counterattack you. They just love to just stay back there and not let you score nothing. Um, we had Torres finally fighting the shooting boot, scoring two goals, one penalty. Um, Aubameyang. Coming in the clutch, Xavi is a big fan of him, I'm guessing, because he had this interview where he said that he fell from the, from the heavens or from the sky or something. So he's loving his uh, Spanish time right now, Aubameyang, leaving the great Arsenal. And then uh, in the 75th minute, we had one of the youngins. Um, what's his name? What's the center, the center mid's name? Um, uh, anyone want to help? Hello? Center mid for what team? For Barcelona, that scored. Uh, oh, Gavi. Gavi? No. No, I don't think it was Gavi. It was the other one. Uh, Puig. Puig. Ricky I think Puig. It might be him. It he was scored Ricky a nice little goal. Yeah, okay. You yeah, know, he, he took the shot, it got blocked. And then, yo, he put the Jets on. There's no re- – he took a shot from outside the box, and he got the rebound. And booked it right to the rebound. No one was there. And and like, everyone's it. trash no. for allowing that. Bro. He was mad nice, Yeah, Barcelona's a nice little squad going on now. And especially, supposedly, like, there's someone huge in the summer. And they could really start fighting for, for the league again out of nowhere. Like, I really expected them to be shit for a few years or so. But – with uh, Xavi coming back, he really got everything up and running. Good for him. Um, and then we have Real Madrid on Monday, two days ago, um, yesterday, <laughs> with uh, Karim Benzema scoring 
and assisting. Arim the dream. They're the dream, the dream, the king, the, the greatest defense striker of all time. Second. Um, Junior connected twice. Uh, they assisted and held, and they assisted each other and scored in the same game, which is which has been a thing for the past few um, seasons. Um, yeah, I mean that is all for now. We have uh, the player stats: Benzema with his career high twenty-two goals in La Liga, Vinny with fourteen. I'm loving it. Um, we have Enas Onal. He's um, never had more than twenty-two. I think in the league. I don't think he ever. I think no, actually he did, but he hasn't been the top scorer for Real Madrid. I mean, he he was last year, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm saying, like, he is finally, you know, taking control and being the face of Madrid ever since um, the flop Ronaldo left. Um, and then we have three players tied with 13 goals. Anas Onal from Getafe, Ejigo Aspas from Santa Vigo, 13. And Raul Thomas, 13 as well. And then um, we have Correa with 11. We have uh, Gerich with 10, Depay with 10. Surprised that he has 10. That guy hasn't been playing much. Um, Luis Suarez with nine. Um, Carlos Soler from Valencia, I believe, with nine. And then Asensio with eight. And then a whole bunch of eights from down there. Assist, Karim Bedrin Bandima is still up there with 11 assists, having a great season. And then um, Oscar Tarejo with nine. Um, from I think Rio Valenciano and then Icar Munien with seven. Um, Benzema has been shining, man. I, Yo, I don't know what to say. Those are crazy. Something sets. about Munayin, though. Did you see him and Fakir fight this week? Well, not fight. Did you would have seen him and Fakir this weekend. Then they start like a whole thing. So yeah, so like, uh, Fakir was dribbling and then like got fouled, oh, yeah, so he yeah, fell, yeah. and then Munayin went and like pulled at his beard hair. Like, it was weird. Like, he reached down and, like, grabbed some Crazy. of his beard hair and, like, pulled at it. And so, Fakir got up and, like, punched him. And only Fakir got the red. What? I thought Munayin should have got the red, too, bro. Um, he only got a yellow. Like, like that's crazy. And he went, like, above the, the shoulders or something. I mean, in general. Well, he pulled his beard, none. bro. It wasn't, yeah, like, a tough wild. pull, but it was still, like, he, like, grabbed it and, like, did he, for did what, he, you know? I, I seen a video, but, like, I didn't pay much attention to it because... It was just. Oh no! Sorry, he, uh, Fakir didn't but, punch him. Fakir kicked him while he was on the floor. Like, Fakir was on the floor and he kicked that. the shit out of him. I gotta watch that. Yeah. Google it. Google it. It. Uh, that was an interesting clip from this weekend. Um, my clean sheets. We have um from Alex Romero from Real Sociedad fifteen, and Courtois with twelve, and then the guy from. Um, Villarreal, uh, Rudy, I think that's how you say his name, was 12, tied with the Sevilla. Um, is he Moroccan or the Sevilla goalkeeper? Where is he from? He's Moroccan, right? Uh, yeah, he's Moroccan. Yeah, he's tied with 12. Yeah. He's having a good season as well. So Vigo in general, I mean, Sevilla in general are having a, a good season. Um... But yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? What, what do you guys think Benzema has to do in order to secure the ball goal for next year? Listen, I think it's uh, – we still have a lot of time. A lot of things can happen, right? Um, 
And also, like, it's a World Cup year. I don't know if the World Cup's going to come into account, but if we're just looking straight at, like, this past season, I think the clear front runners are him and Salah just in terms of, like, individual performance. Um, remind me of anyone else who might be performing good. I think I him mean, and Salah are the only two that are really crazy. And Lewandowski, yeah. Lewandowski, like, you know, yeah. They've been, they've been, you know, keeping him, you know, off of the ball, though. So probably they'll just give it to him just because. So, like, um, in the case that, like, all it, – it's all going to depend on trophies, right? We're talking about these three frontrunners, right? If all three win their leagues, I think it's, like, a pretty even split between, like, Salah and Benzema who can take it. I don't think Lewandowski gets it just for winning the league. You think it'll be between the Champions League? Like, if Liverpool wins it, then – Right, so, so if, if neither of the three win the Champions League and they all mm. win their leagues, it's, it's going to be tight between Salah and Benzema. If any of those teams right. win the Champions League, it's almost certain that that player is going to get it. Right. Almost certain. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that's how it's going to be. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, actually, yo, it came out today. Um, or someone secured the bag. I think about $310 million with Spotify. Um, yeah. They also signed uh, Kessie. <laughs> yeah, bro. Kessie is coming in. That's confirmed. He's, 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 he's at the done deal. You know what's crazy? Like he he turned down two Premier League giants with better salaries just to go to Barcelona. So that, Barca, that says right? a lot. That's... I think Xavi explained it to him or like gave him a good talk of what the club is looking for, and I think he really like invested himself to join the club because he thinks they really want to do something huge. So I respect yeah. it if he did turn down two big money moves. Just He's gonna win Milan that chip though first, you know, and then he'll uh, he'll leave. Yeah, right, Liam. It's not confirmed. I'm looking, thank God. We'll see. We'll see. He'll he'll leave though. He'll leave. You oh, guys well, actually, it looks like it is confirmed. Actually, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's going to Barca. <laughs> tough fire. Tough fire. Yes, but that is all for La Liga. Any questions? <laughs> That's just another free transfer. Oh my god, that just. <sighs> Yo, he should. I mean, no one would do that, but he should renew for one more year, and let you guys have like thirty million or whatever. Never happened, but yeah, I, he should. Wow, that's shocking. And Bakayoko was injured, so it's not even like. We even, oh my gosh. Uh, Maldini definitely, so he's, he's leaving at the end of the season. Over the summer, you guys are 100% going to get, you know. Um, I mean, hopefully. Hopefully we get the Scudetto, we get some money. We got to win the Scudetto, bro. That's it. We have to win the Scudetto. Trust, trust. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, that's just my Yeah, Maldini, Maldini definitely has some sort of, like, plan. So, like, to wow. find someone over the summer. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I do trust in Maldini, but to give away, uh, you know, I'm just not even going to say it. It's just a broken record at this point. <laughs> well, I guess, speaking of Kessie and Milan and the Syria, we shall hop over to... So, we'll start with, I'll be honest, the only game that I really managed to watch, which was Milan versus Empoli. Uh, we got the opening goal in the 19th minute via Kalulu. Fantastic shot. 
beautiful little curler to the bottom left corner. But other than that, and for the remainder of about maybe 85% of the first half, we were, we were not very good. Second half, Empoli had more chances. They had more possession. They dominated the game. We were lucky to get away with the win, honest to God. So we have a long 10 games ahead of us. We're going to really need to hammer down, focus, and, and start finishing our chances. Otherwise, you know, this Gudetto is ours to throw away at this point. So hopefully we, uh, we man up. We start getting these wins confidently. Confidently. Next game that I was interested in was Sassuolo. They drew versus Salniotana, 2-2. Salniotana got the equalizer in the 81st minute. Um, Samaka scored again for Sassuolo. I really thought Sassuolo were going to roll over them, but Salniotana continued to surprise me. Spezia beat Cagliari 2-0, which was uh, another surprise. Uh, Bastone for Spezia was man of the match, which is very nice for him. Juventus took care of Sampdoria. I, I'm very glad I got rid of that headliner's uh, Kandreva because that just is looking like it's staying at 75, 85 for the rest of the game. But, uh, Alvaro Morata got the brace, penalty in the 88th minute. No need for Vlaovic when you have the Spanish god. You know what I'm saying, right? Right, right Abdul? Right, Abdul? You know about Morata. Yo, Morata, like, awful finisher. Genuine decent at everything else. <laughs> I mean, I can't finish for shit though. Um, like Marat, I think he's, he's been a good finishing player. though. He, he has been finishing bro. lately. Lately, he's been on a nice little tear for Juve. Yeah, for the game, he'll get a goal or an assist. As you know, I had him to become a uh, Juve really well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore though, Abdul. Right. Not anymore, though, Abdul, right? Uh, I watch him here and there. God, you're sickening. <laughs> I do watch uh, Milan, though. A lot, not a lot, but like every other week. or. It's the only team you should watch. Speaking of Vlaovic, though, his ex-team, Fiorentina, got the 1-0 win thanks to the um, Arsenal legend, Lucas Torreira. Right? Right, Mateo? Right, Mateo? <laughs> They beat Bologna 1-0. Uh, Napoli continued to put pressure on Milan. They beat Hellas Verona 2-1. Hellas Verona scared them. They got uh, the goal in the 77th minute right after Osimhen's brace in the 70, 71st. I'm glad to see Osimhen getting goals with that uh, face mask on because a lot of the times that face mask can sometimes hinder a player. But he's come back from injury and he's red hot, red hot. Where did he come from again? Where League One team did Osimhen come from? Anyone remember? I know he was he was killer in the League One. Remember he had some crazy Future Star card in FIFA. You had to do an objective for it. I remember I got it too. That that card was incredible. Yeah, it was a pretty good card. I remember I got it too. You remember that card? Yeah, it was good yeah, stuff. I do, I do. Um, Atalanta with a disappointing draw against Genoa. Uh, Genoa defensively played uh, really, really well. Their um, their right back, Frendrup, was the man of the match with an 8.4 rating. So that's, that's pretty good. Syracuse with a 6.8, which is actually the third lowest on the team. But still, Genoa would definitely take a point. 
definitely needed that, especially of a top team like Atalanta. Roma continued to just falter. Disappointing 1-1 draw versus Udinese. I mean, it was almost a loss. Pellegrini got the 94th minute penalty. Udinese really could had a lot of chances in that game. I watched the extended highlights because I like Udinese because of De La Feo. I like Beto. Uh, Makengo should have had a brace. Beto should have had at least two goals. De La Feo should have had like four assists. Uh, Roma, very, very, very lucky. Um, Taimi Abraham was not good enough that game. Mancini was terrible. I don't know what Marino has to do, but he's got to do something with that team. And Torino, John, they almost did it, bro. Dude, I was so tight for you, bro. When I saw that, I got so mad. Interplay Torino this weekend and finished 1-1 with Alexis Sanchez getting the 93rd minute equalizer. Gilson Bremer opened the scoring in the 12th minute. Heartbreaking to see them get a point from that. Torino desperately needed that win, too. I'll take a draw over them getting points because that means we are now four points clear of Inter and three of Napoli. Inter have one game in hand, which is against Bologna. And I believe that will be replayed around late April. I heard the date might be April 27th, but we'll see. So for the standings, we have Milan at the top, 63. Napoli second with 60. Inter, 53. Juventus fourth with 56. Um... Allegri has already said for Juventus that uh, Scudetto is not an option. But they continue to put the pressure on. One more win, and they've got 59. So they're climbing. Lazio, disappointing, 49, fifth place. Atalanta with that draw could have overtaken Lazio if they won, but they are now in 48th. And Roma just outside Europe in seventh with 48. Genoa are in the relegation zone. Salniotana are dead last with 16. Player stats, Immobile is top scorer with 21. Vlaovic continues to score. He's got 20. Domenico Baraldi has overtaken Barella and everyone else with 11 assists. Now, this is what honestly surprised me when I was looking this up. And Danovic, even though he's having a terrible, terrible season, by his standards, leads Syria on clean sheets with 12 one above Rui Patricio and two above Shez, um, Mike Magnan with 10. So, you know, I mean, that says something, I guess. Allen's uh, favorite goalkeeper, Sergio Romero, he has the most saves per match with 4.6. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. And Rafael Leal leads Syria with most successful dribbles per match with 2.9. Rafael Leal is killing it this season, too. I'm very happy he's come into like a real, a real run of form, consistent run of form with Milan because it was always kind of streaky, streaky. Yeah. I really want him to get a goal. I heard something crazy about PSG, like lining up a 70 million euro offer for him. Wow. But um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that would be a lot for Leo. I can't lie. That would be a lot. Milan play paid, I think, what. Yeah, how much for Leao? I, th- I want to say thirty. I want to say thirty million for for Leao. Around there, seventy mil. That would. I mean, yeah. as long as he doesn't go for free, if he leaves <laughs> at this point, bro. As long as he doesn't go for free. But yeah, that'll just about do it for the Serie A. Um, Milan 
I was looking at headliner Liao in FIFA, and the next four games are honestly winnable for Milan to get him that uh, that 88 rated. So I hope that Milan can win the next four against uh, Cagliari, Bologna, and Torino. I mean, that's doable. That is doable. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. John, do you have something to tell us? Mm, yes. So, uh, Ligun, we'll start with the the big game this weekend. Um, not really a big game, but you know the one everyone's eyes are on. PSG Bordeaux, uh, Messi and Neymar booed throughout almost the entire game. But PSG did win 3-0. Mbappe, Neymar, and Paredes getting on the score sheet. But I know that Neymar and and Messi were uh, pretty upset to be getting booed um, pretty much the entire match. But they're still leading up. Yeah, that is I mean, I don't blame the PSG fans, right? You know, this team only really really was – this team was only built for Champions League, and they keep – Getting knocked out in some really embarrassing ways. Some really, That's really true. embarrassing ways. That's true. Um, so, just like always when they have a lead, they're comfortable. They just can't deal with any sort of pressure and then just Humble. get knocked out in crazy fashion. But, um, yeah, so they Crazy fashion, too. My God. Yeah. Crazy as in, like, you know, Madrid scored three goals, like, so, like within like 16 minutes like it was a complete meltdown on 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 the PSG side and insane resurgence on the on the Madrid side but yeah they're going to be feeling that one PSG is a is a meme team but i don't i don't know how i feel about them booing Messi and Neymar i get the Neymar more cuz he's been there for so long he was came and he was supposed to win the Champions League he's gotten them pretty far though um but he stays injured. But Messi just showed up. Like, you you know, one of the greatest players of all time. Like, I think they should have given him a little more leeway. And they were cheering for Mbappe the whole time, which I get given how Mbappe's been playing phenomenally. But he's literally going to leave in the summer. So it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, but let's look at some other games. Lille and St. Etienne tied 0-0 on Friday. Um, Lille continues to drop points. Doesn't really seem like they're... And they can't really afford to drop points. I mean, they're in six. They're trying to get into these positions that would allow them to, um, you know, get into some of some European conference, you know, Conference League, Europa League, whatever. But, um, you know, dropping points against Entetians is, is, is not helping them get there. Montpellier and Nice 5-0-0 on Saturday. Uh, Troy beat Nantes 1-0. As I mentioned on Sunday, PSG 3-0 Bordeaux. Reims beat Anher 1-0. Lorient beat Clermont for 2-0. Metz and Lens 0-0. Strasbourg beat Monaco 1-0. Lyon got thrashed by Rennes 4-2. It was the game was 4-0 and then Lyon got two late goals, but I watched the highlights. Rennes absolutely ran over Lyon. It was insane. And Marseille got a, a very nice win over Brest 4-1 with my main man Jerson scoring in the third minute. Paqueta couldn't do about. nothing. Nah, Paqueta didn't have that great of a game. Um it's tough, man. That 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 Lyon defense really is shocking to me. Like I watch Man United, and I think the only defense capable of 
looking more ridiculous in Europe is Lyon. The blunders are absurd. Um, and there was one, there was one chance that I don't even know how to describe it. Like someone headed the ball back to the keeper and he like, instead of catching it, he, I don't even know how he did this. It didn't go in, but like when he went to catch it, the ball like slipped past his fingers and went up and over him and was about to go in the net, but he was like able to swat it away after running back. But it was just like comical and just stupid, like no pressure, no nothing. And even then they're still at risk of conceding. So it's a little messy there. Um, um, so yeah, for Ligoon, um, table still looking, well, the exact same up top. You have uh, PSG very, very far ahead of the curve at 65 points, 15 points ahead of Marseille in second. So, you know, this league, kind of pointless for PSG. Important that they win it because they did not win it last season, but still their fans are not happy. Um, Marseille having a great season defensively. Very, very good. They're the second. I think they're they're one of the best defenses in the league, and I think their keeper has the best. Um, they're the third best defense in the league, and their keeper has the most clean sheets. So they're really doing well. My boy Jerson's really turning up. Um, nice, third place, has also been doing really well. Tied with Marseille on points. So that's going to be a very interesting battle to see who gets the second guaranteed Champions League group stage spot. Third place is a Champions League playoff. So, you know, much rather have the, the confirmed one. In fourth, you have Renz with 49 points, which is the Europa League spot. And then in fifth, you have Strasbourg with, with 47 points, which is the Europa Conference League spot. Um, and then you have Lille, Nantes, Monaco, Lens, and Lyon, um, all with 41 to 43 points. So between four and six points off of any of those, um, you know, important qualification places. So they'll be fighting the last 10, 10 games of the season to get up there. And we'll see what happens. Um, Relegation-wise, St. Etienne, still in danger. They're in the relegation playoff spot right now in 18th place with 26 points. Um, but, you know, they're always one win away from getting out. Um, one win takes them up to, like, 15th, depending on how other teams do. Um, Mets and Bordeaux are the teams in the relegation zone. Mets have 23, Bordeaux have 22. They're at a point where they really need to string a couple of wins to to be in a position to save themselves. So they really need to, you know, I know they're, they're, both teams are definitely in full crisis mode at the moment with only 10 games to go. Um, how do you think it's going to finish, John? Uh, I, I, honestly, dude, I, I don't know. I don't even think I could say it's um, obviously, you know, PSG is winning the league, but we're talking first between second and fifth place is a three point difference, right? That's one win. So, so many things can change from those right there. But then from fifth to 10th, we're also talking a four point difference or sorry, no, a six point difference. Correction. Sorry. So there's still a lot to play for there as well. Um, so I think everything, all all four spots below PSG are up for grabs. So teams really need to, you know, kick it into third gear and and kill it for these last ten games. Um, and relegation too, there's still, you know, between the very between dead last and fifteenth place is only six points, right? So that's one, two, three, four, five. That's six teams battling it out to be out, battling it out for three spots of safety. Um, 
Um, in terms of stats, Kylian Mbappe, top scorer of the league alongside Ben Yedder, 15 goals each. Um, the Rennes pair of Martin Terrier and Gaetan Laborde at 14 goals each. Jonathan David at 13. He hasn't scored in a while. Form. Over to assists. Lionel Messi and Kylian Mbappe are the league leaders in assists with 10 each. Messi's not scoring, but he is getting some assists. Dimitri Payet and Jonathan Klaus um, sit in second with nine assists each. And then over to, let's just go down to clean sheets, which should still be the Marseille goalkeeper. No, I'm mistaken. Nice, Nice's goalkeeper, Walter Benitez, now has 12 clean sheets in the week. Paulo Lopez for Marseille has 10. So, Nice, Walter Benitez doing a good job. 12 clean sheets over 28 games. Is probably, um, He's been at Nice for a while now. Yeah, he has. Um, but that's all I have for Legum. And I guess we can go over to, because I don't think Alan's going to be here, right? Mm-mm. I suppose he not. Said he all right. Was, but I don't think I'll, he is. I'll cover the problem. So Fair let's enough. talk Premier League. Let's see what games happen this weekend. All right. Starting yeah. with, yeah. Huh, do I start with Thursday? Um, I guess I start with Thursday, right? What happened? I think March 10th. March 10th. Actually, no. I'll st- Saturday. I'll start with Saturday. Because a lot of those teams played twice. So, Saturday, yeah. you had Liverpool play Brighton. Liverpool got a 2-0 win. Brentford beating Burnley 2-0 with Christian Eriksen's first assist, I believe, um, as he joined since he joined Brentford. And then we have Man U. Uh, very exciting game against Tottenham. Man U beating them 3-2 with a hat-trick by Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that was... some of his youthful form back. Amazing. That was, that was a great game. Um, I thought it was also funny. Maguire scored a... Not a ridiculous own goal, but like a pretty generic own goal. And one of Tottenham's players uh, ran up to his face to yell, <laughs> like ch- cheering. That did not... You know, Maguire had the last laugh. Let's just say that. Chelsea won Dude. very late at New... Uh, Against Newcastle, Kai Havertz, 89th minute. He's been scoring a few late goals recently. He's really been he's clutch been, for Chelsea. He's been uh, flourishing past Chelsea. Leeds, big last-minute goal. Big win against Norwich in their fight against relegation. Jesse Marsh, the American, gets his first-ever Premier League win. I think it was his first appearance, first win. Great start for Jesse. Uh, you know, very bringing great honor to the U.S. of A. Um, I gotta say, I watched these full highlights. Rafinha was on. I've never seen him look so unstoppable. And yes, it was Norwich, but like that man was possessed. He he hit the crossbar twice, and I think the post once. He was just destroying the Norwich defense, playing out of his mind. And he's the one who got the assist for the last minute goal. Um, so shout out to him. Watford beat Southampton. Watford beat Southampton two one. West Ham beat Aston Villa two one. The big bad Arsenal, top four Arsenal, beat Leicester 2-0. And then yesterday, we had Crystal Palace hold off Man City to a 0-0 draw. Significance of this. At this point in time, because of the there's a four-point differential between City and Liverpool. But Liverpool have a game in hand. So at they, this point in time... They play tomorrow. 
the title is fully in Liverpool's hands. If Liverpool wins every single one of their coming games, if Liverpool wins their last 10 games, which includes a match against City, they'll be the champions. So now it's really going to be crunch time for both teams to really get it together. And whoever can basically put together the best campaign for those last 10 games are going to going to take a chip. And I think Liverpool really have the momentum in their favor. They've been playing really well. Salah's really in form right now, although he's, he's, he's a little injured. But, I mean, they have great players to replace there. You know, Mane, Jota, Firmino, and Luis Diaz. You know, pretty deep attack squad right there. So, I feel like very interesting to see. Liverpool. Arsenal is going to break their hearts tomorrow, though, <laughs> no doubt. Liverpool has the harder schedule, though, for sure. Because they have to play us, they have to play Man U, they play City, they play Everton, they play Tottenham, they play Wolves, they play even a decent Newcastle. City literally only has Liverpool and Wolves and then like Newcastle, but the other team should be pretty easy to beat. Like they don't face anybody fighting for like that top four spot. City, at least. Liverpool are fighting like three of them. <laughs> So, it should be interesting. Or at least a good last, uh, what is it? We're in March, April. Two months of uh, games. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a really good two months, for yeah. sure. A lot of, really a lot good, of good games going on, because you're going to have Arsenal-Liverpool this upcoming week. Arsenal-Chelsea has been rescheduled. And then Arsenal-Man U even, too. So, battle for top four, even top three is, is afoot. Because if we win our two games in hand, or technically two games with Chelsea, um, or if we get to 29 and we win all three, which is tough, but if we win all three, we're tied with, we're ahead of Chelsea by one point. So yep. the, the fight for top three, top four is very interesting. It's getting interesting. I'm really liking how Arsenal's playing this season. Yeah, I really hope we, we get a result against Liverpool. See what happens. We played, we um, played City so well, so I, I hope we play in the same way. He has been playing at that level, so yeah. it'd be a crazy game. Yeah, I can't wait. And it's at four two, so I'm I'm literally as soon as it hits four tomorrow, <laughs> I'm booking it. I'm running home. So no fast. Champions League for Mateo tomorrow. Only Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Juventus who? Chelsea oh, already wow. beating Lille two zero. Who like? Nah, straight Liverpool, Arsenal. That's it. Okay. Um, looking at top scores for the Prem, Salah leads by a significant amount with 20. But then when you look at who's right behind him, Diego Jota and Sadio Mane with 12 each. Hmm. Those three for Liverpool are going absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, and then Ronaldo also has 12 goals, so he's also tied in second for the goal scoring list. But just the fact that Technically speaking, the top three scores in the league all play for the same team. Is I don't can't even remember the last time we've seen something like that in the prem. I'm very surprised. So Liverpool is having a great offensive season. I'm really surprised to see this, but Harry Kane with 11. Yep, Harry Kane and Son with 11 each. I think Harry Kane got off to a really good start, but then slowed down significantly. Yeah, he's had such a bad couple of months. It's been ridiculous. Yeah, but they're 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 improving. They're improving under Conte. They've been pulling some wins out of there. But yeah, literally. <laughs> um, assist wise, another. This is crazy. 
So not only does Liverpool have the top three scorers, they also have the top three assists in the league. Trent with wow. 11, Salah with 10, and Robertson with 9. So mm-hmm. big shout-out to the left and right backs for Liverpool, really getting up and getting those wow. numbers. Those crazy numbers for left and right backs. That's like Brazilian left and right back numbers, you know, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Some Cafu, Roberto Carlos, Danny Alves <laughs> vibes. Um, Pogba with nine assists, albeit seven of those assists were like in the first two games of the season. Um, <laughs> and um, Jared Bowen with eight. And then clean sheet wise, Allison, no, sorry, not Allison, Ederson for Man City with 16 and Allison with 15. And then big man Aaron Ramsdale with 12. Yes, so man. great job by those keepers. 16 and 28 is crazy as well. Like these numbers for goalkeepers are kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, they're averaging yeah, 16 more than half the games yeah, they've played. Crazy. As a clean sheet, like yeah, wild. Sixteen and twenty-eight, fifteen and twenty-six, and twelve and twenty-three is kind of ridiculous. That's ridic- That's absolutely ridiculous. That's like a point six or like point seven, um, clean sheet per game. Yeah, if you want to do it like that, which is wild. But that's it for the wow. prom. If you want to, should we talk a little bit of Champions League? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Or PSG, not poor PSG. PSG. Stuck. Real Madrid. The weight of all those trophies in Real Madrid's trophy cabinet was too much for PSG's trophyless cabinet to hand cabinet to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, PSG um, had full control over. I want to say like 150 minutes, and in the last half hour of the of the tie, they just shot the bed. Marquinhos and Donnarumma. Donnarumma and Marquinhos had absolutely. <laughs> Awful games. It all started when Donnarumma gave the ball away for Real Madrid to tie the game. At that point, PSG were still up on aggregate at 2-1. And then just poor defense coupled with a ridiculously beautiful Modric pass led to Benzema tying the aggregate at 2-2. And PSG proceeded to lose the ball at kickoff. So literally not, not even a full minute after Benzema had put the ball in the net, PSG lose the ball. From kickoff, Marquinhos does a very bad tackle towards Vinny and knocks the ball right into Benzema to complete his hat trick. Um, so, breaking for Real, like the mentality of Real's player, they were ruthless. They were driven. Incredible. They came there to win, and PSG just absolutely played like a bunch of losers those last half hours. Like, they just gave up. Donnarumma scored that own goal, and PSG was just like, yep, we know what's coming. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> very bad for them. Um, and then City and Sporting played to a no-no draw. Very boring. City won 5-0 the first leg, so I feel like neither team was really trying to play at this yeah. point. The, the leg was, the, you know, it was already decided. Yeah, City had the reserves in. They didn't bring some of their players, so they yeah. were just chilling. What's that What's that goalie there? Scott Carson? Mm-hmm. Scott Carson came in um, <laughs> in the 73rd minute. Yep. Uh, it was his first Champions League appearance since 16 years. Um, shout out to the GOAT. That man wow! Is, what a he's been like a reserve for keeper for forever. Um, great guy. Yeah. Other Champions League games from last week: Bayern absolutely destroyed poor little Salzburg. You know, Salzburg played a really good game against Bayern in the first leg, and the second leg, Bayern was just like, "All right, we're done. We're done playing around. 
absolutely turned it on. And this the is score? the Bayern that's really scary because Bayern the, will play games where they suck. What was the score? Seven. The <laughs> aggregate was 8-2. 8-2 aggregate. Um, the first game was 1-1, so I'll let you do the math and figure out what the second like score was. <laughs> but no, seriously, Bayern is genuinely such a frightening team when they're all you know on it. Yeah. But I think very recently they've been they haven't been on it. No. Um, they've been losing to a lot of, of, of much weaker teams. You know, they tied Salzburg yeah, on the first leg. Um, but shoot, when everything clicks for those players, it's insane. Yeah. And uh, Liverpool held Inter off. To I don't even want to say held Inter off because I watched the highlights and Liverpool like Salah hit the post like three times that game. It was more like Inter got lucky that they didn't get scored on and then they tried to pull something together but weren't able to. So that game ended one 0 for Inter, but Liverpool went ahead two one on aggregate. Yeah. And then today we had the Goats Atletico Madrid beating Manchester United. No goal from Ronaldo. So I was really disappointed, man. Like, beautiful goal by Renan. By Renan. To be f- like, I think United had this in the bag if they actually tried to play defense. Like that goal, I, I keep rewatching it and I keep just I don't understand. Like, like I can understand. Like, listen, I'm not saying a team shouldn't score, but like, no professional team should be scored on the way that they were scored on today. Um, like it was the slowest counter attack. I don't even want to call it a counter attack. Like. Atletico Madrid walked the ball into the box. They did some cool stuff, but like you see, you 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 can see in the background Lodi jog, not even sprint, jog from midfield slowly until he enters the box, and he passes like two United players who just like tr- like fake you know fake start jogging to keep up with him, and then just slow down and start walking, and Lodi just gets his free run into the box uncontested. No one even turns around to see that there's a player behind them. He walked, like I said, he literally walked past two United players who just chose not to track for some reason. And there's just a ball in the back post. He just who are the two players? Do you know? I'm not sure. I need to rewatch. But, like, it was it's terrible. so terrible. frustrating to see professional <laughs> players just act so nonchalant. Um, I'm actually going to watch it right now. Let's see. Yeah, Ragnar's face was just despair. So, let's see. You see, Lodi, it's Alanga, and then you have, who's number 20? Diogo Dalla, who doesn't turn around, doesn't look behind him at all. So, like, he tracks a guy into the box, but then clearly Varane, or not Varane, but clearly Maguire's there to have him. And then he just completely, it's just a mess. Mess of a defense. They're not even paying attention behind them. And then, you know, Atletico did what Atletico does best. They parked that Air Force One. In front of that goal. And United still had some good chances. They had this really good header that Oblak saved. Um, Oblak was playing really well tonight. He made like two or three really good saves that were reminiscent of how he normally plays. But he's been really bad the past two seasons. But he clearly came back today. And De Gea actually had a couple good saves too. Um, but yeah, let it go through. And I, I think it's all down to, you know, United allowing Atletico this. Like all credit to Atletico, but like. You know, the defense really should have been set up to handle anything like that. And then United would have had a way better time attempting to, to beat them with Atletico not parking the bus. But once they park it, it's hard to crack it. So, yeah, Ronaldo and Messi, I think, out of the round of 16 and yep. first time in, like, almost two decades. 
just sad. Shocking to see. Yeah, the fun. other game today, huge <laughs> upset. Fantastic. Benfica knockout Ajax. Ajax had a 1.22 expected goals, while Benfica had a 0.39. Ajax had 16 shots to Benfica's four. Oh, gosh. And Ajax was home, and, and, and Benfica stole it, stole the win, 1-0. And uh, they'll be going on to the next round. Now, you know, whoever gets Benfica's must be the happiest person in the world. Like, no disrespect to Benfica, but, like, they're, they're the supreme, supreme, supreme underdog in this competition right now. They should be very proud of themselves for, for making it to the quarterfinals. Um, if they make it to the semis, oh, my God, that's going to be – they do not have the squad to, to keep up with the top teams that are in this competition. And Ajax, just shame. This could have really been a good season for them. They really put together a phenomenal group stage. Um, to me, I really felt like they could have made a run to like semis, but just disappointing in the end. Yeah, it's crazy um, to me that Benfica went through. Poor I, I, I want to see the first game. I'm pretty sure the stats in the first game were also very skewed towards Ajax. Yeah, Ajax had an expected goal of 2.16, and they scored two. Benfica had a 1.66, and they scored two. But it was still – like, Ajax was clearly the more dominant team. Benfica had more <laughs> shots, but Ajax had more shots on target. Yeah. Benfica had four shots on target to 17. Ajax had 11 total shots with eight on target, so – just crazy. Imagine like Benfica buying and Benfica's an unasinal. That'd be like the craziest upset ever. Imagine Benfica Yo, bet a dollar. If, if that's the if that's the and if that's the thing, bet at least a dollar on Benfica both games. <laughs> Heard that, John. If those odds are gonna be full skewed. Wait, isn't it? And then tomorrow, Juve Villarreal. That's gonna be a tight one. Both teams oh. are playing pretty well. The first game was I think the first, I thought the first game was actually almost all Villarreal, and Juve was very lucky to get out of there with a the point. But they're playing at home tomorrow. They're playing in Italy, and uh, we'll see if they can get it together. Isn't this the Benfica that uh, Jorge Jesus was fired from? Yes, this is this is the Benfica. Wow, I don't even know what Jesus is doing now. I'm sure he's like he's cursing at the the Benfica better. president. He I mean he got them he got them into the into the to the round of sixteen. Jesus deserves oh. better. He deserves something, though. That's what he deserves. Justice for Jesus. <laughs> Facts. Um, we also have little Chelsea. Chelsea won 2-0 first leg, but now they're playing away. And with all the drama going on about Roman Abramovich, who knows? Who knows if, if they... I mean, they, I think they're fine mentally. I think they're going to still make it through to the next round. But we shall see. You may, you may have everybody pretty much except for Chiesa... Um, Zachariah is injured. Um, he should be back soon. McKinney's out for the whole season. Chiesa is out for the whole season. And I know Benucci is out right now, but Chiellini's coming back. Yeah, McKinney, McKinney... I think Juventus can probably pull it off, bro. McKinney, McKinney broke his foot, so he's fully out for like the entire year. Or at least most yeah, of the year. Yeah, no. And, Sucks. And Chiesa Sucks for the out. U.S. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they have games this upcoming month. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I hope he gets. I hope he like comes back to full form despite that injury. I hope that doesn't hurt him that, oh my God, that they, much. They, they play Mexico in nine days in Mexico. 
Just to cover some uh, some rest of the world news. Hibis with Brazil, John. Tell us about. No, I don't think there. there's. I don't think there's anything happening in Brazil right now. I was going to talk about um, NYCFC's Concacaf Champions League. Actually, the Concacaf Champions League. Concacaf Champions League in general. Should we just talk about pretty uh, in- the the banner that they got, John? It was very embarrassing, but I'll talk about that in a sec. The CONCACAF Champions League is really exciting right now because this is, I think this is like the first genuine time where like MLS teams are actually, like there's no way an MLS team doesn't win this. Like it'd be insane if they don't. So NYCFC just made it, they're the first team in the semifinals. Um, they went through, they played a Guatemalan team named uh, Comunicaciones and they tied on aggregate 5-5, but NYCFC went away on away goals. Very, from what I read, dude, the pressure they were under those last, like, they, they were winning 2-1, and then Comunicaciones scored three goals, like, back-to-back-to-back, and then just put piled the pressure on trying to get that last one, but they couldn't. But that's one MLS team in the semis. In the other quarterfinals, you have Seattle beat Lyon, which is a Mexican team, 3-0 in the first leg. They're going to come to the second leg tomorrow, I believe, and it's very difficult to not see Seattle take that, right? So then that'll be two MLS teams. New England Revolution beating Club Universidad Nacional, which is another Mexican team, 3-0 in their quarterfinals. And now they're going to come back for for the second leg. And come on, you're 3-0 up in the first leg. Odds are you're going to be fine. And then the only Mexican team that won is Cruz Azul, who beat Montreal 1-0. But then there's still a second leg. 1-0 isn't the worst, you know, thing to overcome. We can really see four MLS teams in the semifinals, and that'll pretty much guarantee an MLS champion of the Champions League, which I don't think we've ever seen before. Hmm. And it also means that's an MLS team in the world, the Club World Cup, which is going to be pretty cool hmm. to see. And I think they're, they they usually play – they either play the Brazilian champions or the European champions in the semis. So I think it'll just be really cool to see. It's awesome for the MLS having their first Champions League winner. Um, and having their first representative in, in the Club World Cup is going to be huge. God, so, they're going to get fucking really cool. cooked. They're definitely going to get cooked, but just being there, you know, yeah, first time ever is is, is, is pretty awesome Not for us as a country, for, sure. for club soccer at least, right? Because everyone shits on the MLS, but especially the Mexican league, like they think they're so superior. It's not looking too hot for them this year, but we'll see. I hope I don't bite my tongue. Okay, you, you say this now, every other team except for NYCFC gets turned around and, and ends up winning. Yeah, that'd be that'd be insane. I hope not. Well, I mean, Cruz Azul's already up one, so they just need to hold yeah, on. Yeah, but, but I think they're yeah. fine. But Pumas and Leon are down 3-0. Yeah. It's hard for them to turn that around, and I really... Odds are neither of them will. If they're lucky, one. If they're super lucky, both. If both turn it around, then I'm just going to throw my hands up in the air and just quit. Because it's bullshit, but... So put a dollar on them both turning it around? Okay. You you will not be uh, the greatest sports ana- uh, analyst. Uh, I will not. That one. Definitely not. <laughs> um, other rest of the world? I don't think there's much else to mention. Oh, um, just some news on like the Russia-Ukrainian players. The first players have already started getting signed. So Flamengo just signed a center back. Brazilian center back was playing in Russia, um, named Pablo. He's playing on one of Moscow's teams, and other, another Brazilian team is lined up to sign one of Shakhtar's players. So be ready because some of those players are probably going to stay in Europe. 
you're probably going to see some players getting signed on loan till the end of the season, which could make things a little interesting. Yeah. You know, players such as David Neres and um, Malcolm. Um, so there, there, there's some decent talent in, in the Russian and the Ukrainian league that could potentially start joining your teams. So stay tuned. But that's all I got. Alrighty. Uh, any other news for Fair you? Enough. Any uh, interesting things, tidbits, stoof? Um, Bieber comes back soon, even though Daddy Giroux is just, just like I said, Daddy Giroux. I know that um, there's been pre-contract talks with agreements with for uh, Kessie for Barcelona. Yeah, it's confirmed that that hit hard. I can't lie. Free transfer, another one. Like it's con- just wait till con- I tell my dad. It's confirmed, but it's not like contract isn't fully signed. So like there, it's it's at that stage pretty much where he will be signed. Um, other big news, I guess, for Barca is they they officially have signed their sponsor with Spotify. Um, so that's an influx of cash for for them. Um, their, their stadium is now not the Camp Nou, it's now Spotify Camp Nou, so I thought that was kind of funny, I was like, damn, no more Camp Nou. I've spent the money they should have used to buy Arsenal yeah, on Barcelona. Yep. It, yeah. Shaking my they, they really just wanted to bomb me in, clearly, because they just followed him. Um, but yeah, that, that otherwise, I don't think I have any other news. But I am. Alrighty. Yeah, man, take us. That'll do it. That'll do it. The return. It was great. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm out of here. Alrighty, everyone. Have a good night and good week of watching some good football. Yes. Can't wait to watch Arsenal beat Liverpool tomorrow. Yes. Stay tuned. Yes.